Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. James Francis Bryan of Iowa. Sheldon Willis, lot of gaming commission. Francois Pinot, captain of the league. Me, sir? I don't know who I am! I'm a botanist. I'm a Texas Ranger. I am a traveler in both time and space. Impersonating practically anybody. I do like their man. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 12 12. 12 uh, of Sine Waves Pause, the show that goes through the peaks and valleys of Matt Damon's acting career and Hollywood in general. I am of course one of your hosts, Hannah, with my good friend Sean. Hello. And this is a movie that exists. This is a movie that exists. This exists. Of course today we're talking about the 1998 movie Rounders starring Matt Damon, of course, um, Edward, Edward Norton, Norton John, John Turturro, John Malkovich, John, John fucking Malkovich. Malkovich in this movie. Oh, oh my god! What a king! What a king! Yeah, it's it's about poker. It um, is about poker. Yeah. It's about poker. <laughs> We're gonna get into it in a bit. Yeah. Uh, is it your first time listening to Sign Waves? Why are you listening to this and not the two-hour episode that we released last week? Um, <laughs> Which I just finished editing today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to drop to like let you behind them mask i don't know yeah. <laughs> what's the expression behind the curtain behind the curtain sure um, we behind were... the candelabra that's a movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> um we were so good at this when we first started producing the show before we released it we always had like a two-week backlog and then for the course of both of sean and i getting sick and just us like living lives we are now down to eight days before an episode comes out we record it and i don't like this timeline <laughs> i'm very stressed we were meant to record yesterday but we neither were... of us were able to um i was also very sick last week yeah which you will soon see in our media uh reflection because hannah's been consuming a lot of media the how last... much more homeland have you watched? i watched two seasons of homeland since we last spoke <laughs> there are 12 episodes a season okay y'all 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 brody's <laughs> fucking dead brody's dead <laughs> <laughs> he did he manage to become vice president or whatever so when we last spoke about homeland i just yeah. finished season one this will not be as in-depth as my season one analysis because it's talking about 24 hours worth of tv and i cannot <laughs> do that i cannot do that yeah i was just looking at the uh the homeland section from uh yesterday's no yesterday's tomorrow's tomorrow's episode last tuesday's last tuesday time does not exist uh, the same like Private 15... Ryan episode it's like 15 minutes long I know I was like as we were talking I was like Sean cut me off Sean yeah. cut me off <laughs> and um, I just didn't you just didn't because you yeah. were like dee, 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 dee. don't worry I'll cut you off this time no insane show so when we last picked off Brody uh, Claire Danes gets sent to a mental hospital um, she gets electroshock therapy she gets electroshock yeah. therapy the plot of season 2 of Homeland is Brody wants out of the terrorist cell he's in but they're basically like because at the end of the last season he was going to do a terrorist and he, he got out of it last the last minute mm. he basically convinced Abu Nuzir who's the, like the big bad season 2 that like I'm actually still involved so for the first half of season two it's basically Brody being like forced to do like re- research and reconnaissance for a terrorist group against his will as he is being like nominated for the vice presidency <laughs> <laughs> and like you're watching like and... what's actually what's the vibe of his running mate oh bad bad like you don't you hate him like everybody hates him like he's a war criminal he willingly bombed children sure like 
he there there's a a lot of people say about Homeland that it's quite Islamophobic. The point I am at, I don't necessarily think it's that Islamophobic. It is it does use the trope of like there's Muslim terrorists, but they have a like they in season three they introduce like a, a like a Muslim CIA officer that's like you are letting making us look terrible by doing all these acts of terrorism in the name of Allah. Sure. Like you are using our religion as an excuse to like do terrible things. Yeah. But long story short, because it's a whole <laughs> fucking season of a TV show, Brody's suicide tape that he like recorded before, before he fucked up before he didn't do the terrorist incident. Yeah. Carrie and Co. find it. Okay. They used this to do a sting operation on Brody. So they basically turn Brody into a double agent. With the cover is that <laughs> he's gotten back together having an affair with Claire Danes, but mm. she's his like like contact in the CIA. Sure. They then start to have an actual affair. because um, <laughs> it's fucking homeland. She gets pregnant, right? She gets pregnant at the end of season two. Okay. But um they do this whole story, like this whole plot where like, oh, I need to talk about him. I need to talk about my new favorite man, Quinn. Quinn. Quinn is such a fucking like disaster man. I am obsessed <laughs> with him. He's played by Rupert Friend, who was Wickham in 2005, Pride and Prejudice. Sure. So he brings that energy to Homeland. Okay. Every scene he's looking at Carrie, he looks like he's about to either punch her or kiss her on the mouth. <laughs> and he just hates everything she represents but god damn he respects her so much as a, a cia agent nice so they have this whole thing i love them i hope they get together they people will probably be killed for carrie's plot development in like season six damn, i am now gonna get fridged huh? he's gonna so get fridged <laughs> i'm now at the stage where i don't know anything that's gonna happen in homeland except in season eight okay what do you know happens in season she gets eight? kidnapped and becomes a pow and they think she gets brodied oh my god and the actor <laughs> yeah, because... the actor they have play her like her Carrie as her real life husband oh cool who's um Will okay. Graham from the Hannibal show sure yeah because I've been listening to all of this Homeland nonsense as it's been happening I've been like how do they get eight seasons out of this it's already <laughs> so bonkers um so far they've been basing it off a TV show so now at the stage of math they're writing all their new own material okay that's what y'all i'm so excited um but basically season two she uh brody and her solve a terrorist incident uh she gets kidnapped by abu nuzir um and abu nuzir because abu nuzir gets to america somehow they don't really explain that how that happens yeah. and he um kidnaps carrie and he's like yeah the vice president has a pacemaker brody i'm gonna like blow up his pacemaker to save your like girlfriend and brody's like yep will do so he kills the president and says to his face like <laughs> oh i'm God. killing you because you did all this war like war criminaling and he's like running for the phone and like brody like beats him to like doesn't beat him to death because he's actively having a heart attack but like kills the vice president gets away with it they kill abin ear. you're like man this is all wrapping up really swell it's all great Bro yeah. brody's daughter why are you dating um timothy, timothy chalamet, chalamet? <laughs> um so the last bit of season two, I would I recommend watching season two of Homeland. I'm I am not talking about all the shenanigans that happen. So much shenanigans happen. Sure. But the ending point of it is they're at this big CIA like memorial for the, the vice president. He was the former director of the CIA, and Brody and uh, Cl uh, Carrie go off to shift in like an office. Nice. And when they go shift in an office, they look outside the window, and his car has been like driven up to beside where they're meeting. And he's like, that's not meant to be there. It's full of TNT. The car explodes. <laughs> it kills like 250 people. I'm imagining it as like um, those like cartoon, like little red sticks of dynamite. 
oh it's like they it's like a load of c4 like it's a yeah. car of c4 like it levels the building um brody's implicated because it's brody's car claire or uh, carrie sneaks him across the canadian border and tells him to to run basically mm. and then she like pretends she passed out for 14 hours everybody knows she was like got Brody out of the country but they, they will never say that that's the end of season two season three is they're on the run from the CIA uh, Brody's on the run from the CIA he's not really in this season that much but the the main um, crux of season three is Saul and Cl- Saul who's the, now the, the mentor the like, mentor yeah. who's now the head of the CIA they do a fun thing this season where they have a running clock going like oh, cool. where Saul is going to be replaced by the because he's the temporary director of the CIA oh, okay. so you have this thing for a lot of it where it's like you have, we have X many days until this is gonna like we need to do this mm. basically what season 3 is is Saul and Carrie pretend that Carrie uh, is like gone off her meds with her bipolar is completely lapsed he outs her to Congress having like slept with Brody and then like a shenanigans and all of this destroys her reputation she gets a forced court order where she goes to like a mental institution so then she is um recruited by the uh the Iranian um intelligence services okay as a way to get the vice the, the like second in charge of the Iranian secret service to come to America to speak with her when they reveal that they have done like huge financial investigations and they know he's like defrauded the Iranian government for like 50 million dollars so they're making him a double agent on the inside okay. then they get Brody to go to Iran they find Brody who's now become addicted to heroin that's a whole different subplot they find Brody <laughs> Brody's got his own stuff going Brody on Brody gets shot yeah. in the gut and gets like rescued by a cartel that's a very oh fun yeah he's in this thing called the Tower of David which is like what? the Tower of David which is a, a construct like a um, a skyscraper that was ordered by this like property developer who got killed by like narco so he okay. there's just this abandoned uh, skyscraper that all these squatters live in and he gets like kidnapped by the squatters um sure. homeland's a great show um <laughs> so they find brody they detox him they send him over to basically assassinate the head of the iranian special services uh he meets abinuzir's wife who basically convinces him not to do it or not like not that they know it, but he basically is like, there's nothing for me in the world anymore. Everybody in America thinks I'm a terrorist. These people think I did a terrorist, so they respect me. At least I'll have a nice, comfortable life. So he becomes the poster boy for rape, for terrorism, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> poster boy for terrorism is a hilarious job title <laughs> um he carries like brody i love you i'm also pregnant please don't become the poster boy for terrorism and yet he does he changes his mind because they do get some asades and trying to kill him but brody is like it's fine he goes to meet the um the like head of the like iranian like religious police there's a there's a term for it i can't remember what it's called um, I'm so conscious this is nearly 15 minutes, but I'm not going to let it happen. Um, I'm talking about two seasons. I'm being so yeah. quick. He basically meets this this guy who, and he's about to like tell all, them. All I'll say is I'm going to keep these 15 minute long sections in mind when the good doctor comes back. <laughs> he meets the like head of the like special police in Iran. He's about to like tell him all of the CIA's plans so their secret agent will be like killed and stuff. And then he's like, I remember when we I met the Abu Nuzir and he convinced me to like give you him funding to do like ten, eight years worth of brainwashing and psychological like hardship on you. And Brody's like, This is where that happened like, this is where that you made that decision and he was like, Yeah, Brody, that's when I decided to ruin your life. So Brody kills him with his bare fucking hands. Nice. <laughs> and then he like flees through the streets 
um, with Carrie and they go to a safe house and Carrie's like, Brody, I'm pregnant. And he's like, okay, maybe I can make a life for myself. This nice. is fine. And the Americans sell him out so that their, their guy that they had as a double agent, he looks good. So he will be appointed the new head of the like Iranians like secret service. Sure. So Brody gets so... publicly executed in his street. <laughs> oh my god. He gets hung, hung. They like put like the noose around his neck and lift it up with like a forklift. Jesus Christ. Carrie watches it the entire time before she is beaten by the police. And then it ends. She goes back to the CIA. She be- she keeps the baby. She becomes the youngest ever um like head of a staff agency. Um, Saul has gone into the public like private sector him and his wife his wife does have an affair with him one of the Mossad agents so the Mossad agent can spy on Saul and then they catch him, catch him and throw him in prison and they use that to blackmail Mossad to help them like send get Brody into around it's a great show uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I'm at uh, I started watching episode 4 or season 4 and then I went I need to go outside because um, my antibiotics were kicked in um, the camera quality has increased so much. Claire Danes has now been nicknamed the Drone Queen. The Drone Queen? Yeah, because she's so good at ordering drone strikes. Jesus Christ. And that's where we are. We're home. We're, we're finished the Brody arc. Um, <laughs> the Brody arc. The Brody arc. Three seasons of Brody. Yeah. Um, Three seasons of Quinn, maybe. <laughs> they better not kill Quinn. No? Uh, Quinn's had a very bad season three. Damn. Quinn gets. Quinn's basically the like. To make an X Ren reference. <gasps> Quinn is like the cyclops of the CIA. Oh, so he's just always sad. Always sad. And they always send him in to do the terrible things. Nice. So the start of season three, they're trying to get like a revenge attack against the guys who organized the CIA, the Langley bombing. And he's like, he's meant to just like car bomb this car, mm. um, like throw a bomb in the window. And he's like, there's a child. I'm not doing that. Yeah. So he like secret service his way into the building. And at the very last minute, someone like comes behind him and he shoots them and it's the kid he was trying to save classic cyclops move <laughs> and, and he's just sad for the rest of the season damn and I'm like yes Quinn yes be sad be sad for Carrie button your shirt uh, <laughs> or unbutton it no um, speaking of cyclops Sean yeah how are the X-Men doing not good I changed gonna, it around. I, yeah. got, I got excited because yeah. I was sick. You're going to see this is a running theme over the next couple of weeks, I think. Not, not good. Not going not great good. for the X-Men right now. Um, X-Men Red number 14 came out this week. Mm. Uh, the Genesis War has begun. That doesn't sound swell. No, it's not good. They're not winning it. So what's, um, what are they Genesising? Uh, Genesis is the name of, the, of a person. Oh. Uh, it's Apocalypse's wife. Um, oh. Yeah, she's, she's rocked up to Mars met up with a bunch of her old buds been like hey this is fucked actually y'all are y'all are shit now i'm oh, gonna no. take over oh no and so civil war on mars between the mutants uh not swell no no uh bad timing for it honestly given all the other shit that's happening to the mutants, the mutants right need now. to catch a break to be honest yeah they really do they're not gonna for a while i think no um apocalypse is still awol so whenever he shows back up i think that's going to be the start of things Coming turning down. around yeah Coming down not calming down, but the start of the mutants winning again. Mm, no. 20 more years of pain for the mutants. <laughs> I decree it. <laughs> we just got through to end. Uh, was it 10 or 20? It was 10 know. years, really. Um, 10 ref- years of pain. Yeah. Referred to in House of X as uh, the lost decade. <laughs> because Marvel were fucking over the X-Men because they didn't have the movie rights and they didn't want to 
it's so funny. to advertise. Yeah, it's so fucked up. It's hilarious. Do you think um, the co- like? Because obviously the movies are started getting made is like mm. the way you know like a lot of anime series get made to promote the manga. Yeah. Do you think the, now with the Marvel comics it's flipped, where the 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 comics exist to like help the movies, or do you think they still uh, exist to like promote the? I don't think it works quite that way. There are definitely some comics that only exist to promote a movie. Um, like the the hit uh, 2016 crossover event Civil War 2 <laughs> only exists because Captain America Civil War was coming out. It also only exists because they wanted to make Captain Marvel like an important character before her movie came out. Yeah. As one of the worst crossover events ever written. It's absolute dog shit. Uh, yeah uh new editor just got announced for x-men isn't going to be coming into effect for a while but uh i don't really know too much about him but a lot of the stuff i've been seeing on twitter about this guy does not bode well for x-men in the future like is he just a bad dude or is he just not a good editor it's more that uh it looks like he's going to be he's going to be the guy who's going to focus on getting the x-men comics all nice and lined up so that they match with the MCU whenever the X-Men hit the MCU. Um, you can't hear it, but Thundercloud just started rolling around Sean's head. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's really impressive if he's edited it out. Yeah. Um, your Daredevil boy did something, right? Or you're talking about it when yeah. Sean was blasted on Saturday. Hey, I was fine on Saturday. <laughs> I was also blasted. You have no proof. <laughs> uh, I think you posted in a Discord server. Did I? About the guy finishing up Daredevil. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chip Zdarsky and Marco Cicchetto's Daredevil series uh, ended last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very sad about it. It was very good. It ends in a, a kind of bittersweet way. I'm not going to say what the ending of it is because uh, I don't want to just spoil the comic. Out. Ah, fuck it. I'll do it. I'll just put a little spoiler warning in. <laughs> Ben Affleck turns up. (laughs) (laughs) God, no. Uh, So, last issue, um, Daredevil went to hell to fight the devil. Slay. Yeah. Uh, And this issue, the last issue of the series, is kind of focusing on the supporting cast. Yeah. Because he's been missing for a couple months. Yeah, because he went to hell to fight the devil. Yeah. Um, It turns out that uh, on his return from hell, he lost his memory. Uh, and so he just lives in New York working as a priest now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has a big chat with uh, Electra, who is the new daredevil. Um, Aren't they? Don't they bang? Yeah. I do like an amnesia plot. I don't know why. I just do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it fun. Is, it is going to last approximately one month because there's just a new creative team taking over Daredevil now, so it's he's just going to be back being Daredevil again. Cool. Uh, but he had a, a really nice little um, essay kind of at the back of the issue where he was, you know, talking about how much he loved his time on the, on the comic and all. Uh, and his big takeaway was um, that his time, like the four years that he was writing it, yeah. was the longest break he has taken from reading Daredevil since like the mid-80s. Oh, fuck. Uh, That's four so, decades. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm not writing Daredevil anymore, but I get to read Daredevil again, so that's a good trade-off. Jesus Um, Christ. And then the artist also had a little contribution to it, which was fully just like a tiny paragraph down at the bottom. It was like, yeah, this one was pretty good, I think. 
Let's see where I go now. <laughs> um, speaking of slaying, how was the Meg 2 into the oh, trench? Shout out to the Meg 2, the trench. A fucking great film. The most, Is it fun? It's very fun. The most cursed film experience I've had in a very long time. Oh no, did you throw up in the cinema? I did not. No, I didn't. I didn't throw up at all. I was fine. I was horrifically hungover the next day, and I went to see the Meg 2, the trench. <laughs> Uh, you don't throw up when you're hungover. You just kind of die. Yeah. Um, but uh, this... So I, I I need to talk about the setting in which I saw this first. Who did you see this with? I saw this with Matthew. Yeah, um, tracks. <laughs> and have you ever been to Screen 13 in the Savoy? No, we were a Screen 1 family. Is Screen 13 the one that's in like the boonies? Like it's really far upstairs. Yeah, so... And it's quite small. It's very small. To get to screen 13 first of all the door in looks like a fire escape so you push it open and then you enter the labyrinth <laughs> it's just oh, like you don't need labyrinths when you're hungover no you don't it's just like a series of like corridors that like narrow corridors and stairs that you have to go through with a load of like staff exits and shit that you mm-hmm. have to kind of navigate and figure out which way to actually go to the cinema okay but we we managed to get there and this screen is so tiny it's probably the size you you can't see this because this is an audio medium but uh it's probably the size of like it's probably three meters across three or four three or four meters something like that yeah it has like it's got two aisles one with two seats on the left and one with four seats on the right that's a plane yeah exactly it feels like a plane yeah um but we got there we made the terrible mistake of getting there at like eight o'clock also there was only one showing of the meg to the trench per day and it's at like quarter past eight in screen 13 in the Savoy. This movie's made more money than The Flash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got there at like at eight o'clock. Yeah. And it was fully just us and there were like two other girls there sitting behind us. Little, little date night. No. <laughs> but we, we were all just there like, what the fuck is going on? What's happening? And then... We didn't realize that there were a side. We had been asked if we wanted seats in the front, back, or middle. Okay. And we were like, upon seeing this screen, like, what the fuck did that mean? There is barely a front, back, or middle here. There's like maybe eight rows. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't realize there were assigned seats, and these two people came up and asked us to move. Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, so we just moved directly behind them. We were waiting there for like half an hour for the film to actually start. There was this one guy who was like on like scrolling through Instagram for fully the first like 10 15 minutes of the movie in At front of us. The actual movie? Yeah, the actual That's film. Fucking rude. Yeah. Honestly, you don't need to see the first 10 to 15 minutes. No, you do because you see the Meg eating a T Rex. Uh- <laughs> um. The thing that, like, that's been a big conversation on Twitter or X, Twitter, since. About, like, phone use in cinemas yeah. and shit. Yeah. Just don't do it. Just, so, just fucking turn off your phone. You're paying to go to the movie. Because I saw someone, I saw a, 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 a fucking nuclear take that was incorrect. I'm not saying nuclear because it was about Oppenheimer. But, <laughs> um, someone was like, oh, there was bits in the movie but I was a little bit bored, so I went on my phone. And I'm like, firstly, that movie's not boring. There's so much yeah. going on in that movie. You, like, if you're bored, you're not paying attention. Yeah. I know it's a bit of a snide comment. No, I think that's, yeah. yeah. Like, if you're like, fair. oh, it was confusing, I'm like, you didn't pay attention. Yeah, just watch the movie. Yeah. You were on your phone. Yeah. That's why it was confusing. That's the great thing about the cinema is you're like, you can't go on your phone because yeah. you're publicly shamed into paying attention to the movie. Yeah. 
Speaking of going to the cinema, very excited this Saturday. Fuck, I need to book my tickets. Oh, you need to. I. It's not going to be sold out. It might sell out. Oh, for fuck's I'll, sake. I'll check this for you now. Uh, IFI.ie. Uh, yeah, this Saturday. Uh, to three days from now, hence. Three days hence? I mean, it's three days ago for the listeners. Yeah, yes. Sorry, yeah. Hence? Are you going to be around for this Come Saturday? Come back Friday. Ah, uh, okay, nice. Uh... Neil Breen's, uh, yeah, Cave of the Tortured Crossing first search results comes up. Uh, oh, then we said a tragedy if it sold out. If it sold out. Oh, oh I'm going to be so upset. I'm sure you will, Hannah. I'm going to be so upset. I am sure you will. Uh, adult evening non-member ticket. Oh, alas, I cannot go. Hmm? Oh, no, it's sold out. It I'm is so- not sold Fuck! out. And in fact... Uh, there's a seat next to the, the little block that we've got booked out. Book it, I'll, free. Be, I'll send you the money. You sure? Yeah. All right. What uh, time is it? Like like five? Six. Ah, perfect. I'll watch all qualifying, right. then I'll tumble in. <laughs> you should all go and buy tickets for this, because it's not full yet. Wait, no, this is going to go out after. Yeah, I just Shit. said God that. God damn it. No. I just said this. Uh, I say it in Saving Private Ryan. You we've, do. You've still got a chance. Uh, My mission is the man. And that man is Google Brain. Actually, yeah. Um, Let me see if I can remember my login details for this. Hannah, do we have anything else to? We do. We do. We I do. was. Gonna, I'm gonna fold it into my custom little section, which is song of the week, which is yes. different this week. It's a podcast episode this week, Ooh. which is Let's Fight a Boss episode 132. Uh, uh, the nameless one. Uh, what's it? What's the official name of it? Probably one of the... I think um, it's the, the Nameless One Approaches. Approach of the Nameless One. Yeah. Um, Let's Fight a Boss is a... Was. Um, yeah. Was a podcast that Sean and I absolutely love. Yeah. It's, I've listened to it since 2017. Mm. I got into it much more recently, but yeah. I've listened to all of it. He's li- Sean's listened to more of it than I have, because it's yeah. like... They they unreleased their first like eighteen episodes I think the first like thirty oh yeah and they uh, but there's like if you subscribe to their Patreon you can listen to them and Sean yeah. has listened to some of them the audio is crunchy from what I've heard yeah it is crunchy hey, we can't judge um but I was just like you know three people three Irish gamers kind of um big influence on this podcast I would say yeah yeah like the the, the way we do the media section we're like <laughs> we stole that completely yeah. from Let's Fight a Boss because we're like hey this is a good idea actually yeah, to have other things this. yeah let's use this our um final ranking episode is going to be based off of their game of the year structure <laughs> Yeah. We listen to the uh, the nameless one approaches. Even if you only listen to the last thirty minutes of it, it's, it's some of the so best funny. podcasting. Yeah, just like genuine. You ha- like your mouth will be a gate when it happens. Yeah, when, when it, it happens. happens. Yeah, like uh, it's one of those. It's like the end of season three of Succession where you finish it and you go back fifteen minutes and re-see the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. I just um, choked on my own spit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you see uh did you see john's announcement today yeah, yeah. oh i was crying uh, i got teary-eyed yeah shout out to let's fight a boss the world's strongest, strongest. video game podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm not in this sad sense potaku have died Two? i'll take that off mic okay sure um but with that i think uh, Anything else you want to media wise before we start talking about some gambling? I am caught up on The Good Doctor. <laughs> Are I you can't, sad? I can't watch another episode until tomorrow. 
Sean did, ne- did threaten to start watching Young Sheldon. And <laughs> yeah, I, I did. <laughs> got violently angry with him. Yeah. I didn't, but... I have yet to find my replacement for, uh, for The Good Doctor. I have an idea. No. <laughs> Sean did text me being like, Hannah, The Good Doctor is... Homeland's you're The Good Doctor. And I went, Sean, I'm violently sick. Yeah. Like, this is the reason I have watched it as such a clip. I'm literally like, I get up at 10 o'clock, I go downstairs and I'm like too tired to do anything else besides watch Homeland. Yeah. And then I went crazy after three days and I was like, no more. Yeah. Uh, Rounders. Rounders. Starring Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Edward Norton. How do you feel about Edward Norton? In general? Yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything I've disliked him in. He's Um, normally, I can think of some things I've disliked him. Oh yeah? I, he made a movie recently called Motherless Brooklyn, which I did not care for. I have for. not seen it. Uh, uh, he... Does not exist. <laughs> yeah. He was pretty solid in The Incredible Hulk. Um, he... Oh, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Sean. That movie does not exist. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It really does uh, not exist. He was... Is it... He's an American, he's an American History X. He's an American History X. I like History him in X. American History X he's a lot. A, let's read out some of... Because it's weird we haven't found, we've not gotten to Ed before. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because like, I feel like he's been in something we've watched. We just didn't really talk about him. He's not in any movie we've watched no? so far. No? Because he's not no. in Glory Days? No. No? That's Sam Rockwell. Uh, yeah, that's a different man. <laughs> so he is in <clears throat> Fight Club, uh, mm. Grand Budapest Hotel. Of Glass, course, Fight Club. Uh, Glass Onion, uh, Birdman. Oh, yeah. I um, conflicting opinions on... Glass Onion, I think. I, 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 it's fine. It's nowhere near as good as Knives Out is. Yeah. He's in Primal Fear. Uh, like, he's one of those actors that was like... my. I think but my understanding of Edward Norton is he's had like a weird parallel to career to Matt Damon of he was just like indie darling. Or like indie darling who did got like massive Oscar success in the mid... Oscar success in the mid-90s and could have mm. kind of done anything. And he's like, fuck all y'all. I don't want this life. <laughs> It is yeah. not for me. Um, yeah, also starring John Turturro. Uh, King. 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 Uh, and the star of the film, I think, the the highlight, John Malkovich as Teddy KGB. No, we need to talk about fucking John Malkovich in this movie. We need to talk about John Malkovich. Uh, Famke Janssen's also in this, and she's pretty good. She's not in it much, but... That's the uh, woman who's an X-Men, right? Yeah, it's Jean Grey from X-Men. Her character's weird. We'll get to that Yeah. Moment. Very yeah, weird. Very strange. Um, very strange. Women not ri- well written in this Miramax picture. Harvey. <laughs> Harvold. <laughs> Harvold. <laughs> oh. Curse. Yeah, it's... The Rounders is about poker. Yeah. Do you like poker? Uh, I like the idea of it. I've never sat down and actually played a game. Yeah. We're going to in Berlin. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Is that what you've decided we're going to a casino? That's what Connor decided, oh, right? Oh, shitballs. Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't want to gamble. Damn. I have an addictive personality. Me too. Oh, no. Sean's already got like a cigar in his mouth. Like, what's <laughs> happening? Um, so, i about poker. And it's yeah. about little lawyer. Matt Damon loved being a lawyer. Yeah, I have, I have it written up down at one point. Like, is this a sequel to The Rainmaker? No, because it's he not. finishes yeah. college. Yeah. <laughs> Mike is a very, very different character. Yeah, Mike McDermott, our main, our main man. To, I can't remember what Matt Damon's called on The Rainmaker. Me neither. No, it's not. It's been a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, 
Mike McDermott is a, a boy that gambles to make his college money. Yeah. He's called, a, is it a rounder? Just a because rounder, they, yeah. they go around. They do the rounds on different yeah. tables. Yeah. Genuinely, this is such a boy movie. Hell yeah, it is. It's such a fucking Yeah, it is. It's, it's a fucking dude's movie. It's a dude's movie. I was watching it last night. I'm cold medicine. Um, being like, there's just so much jargon. I'm so confused. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched this earlier today with my housemate, Rian, because uh, apparently some streamer she watches um, uses sound clips of John Malkovich a lot. And so she's like, yeah, I got to watch it with you. She's convinced that I wrote this movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you would write the woman better. Yeah, I think Harvey. I would. But... <laughs> It's just that like opening like noir monologue is just like yeah he's I walking would... through the streets yeah I would write something like that um, John Malkovich does an accent that Matt Damon has since talked about being like I do not know why John Malkovich did this accent <laughs> I don't know why John Malkovich did this accent either I, I'm so happy he did it's amazing it's fucking bizarre yeah he's meant to be playing like a Russian mobster yeah but. I don't even know how to just. Dis- I'll put a clip because I feel like that's the only way to describe this. The only his way accent. to describe it is to do it. I'll put a clip in here. What'd you say? Your money. I am still up the 20 grand from this last time I stick it in you. <laughs> so. Would you give me my money? <laughs> my, so, Rounders is about uh, Mike McDermott, a guy who. Uh, gambles his way through, like to gambles to make his college fees. Yeah, um, and, and he has thirty grand at the start of the movie. Yeah, he's thirty grand, and he goes for a, a high stakes gamble at Teddy KGB's place. He's obsessed with the Poker World Series. Yeah, he really wants to be in the Poker World Series at some point. So it's like I, the you later 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 on in the movie, but it's basically his thing is like, is he trying to gamble to make the entrance money? Yeah, that's yeah, what it is. That yeah. is what it is. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, let me go to Teddy KGB's. And my boy Matt fucks it. He loses everything. It's hilarious. It's very fun. Because he's just like, Ugh. Yeah. Like, live slug reacting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John Turturro, like, takes him aside and is like, my boy, it's fine. Yeah, John Turturro plays, like, what he describes as the closest thing to a friend he has in, like, the gambling scene. Who is, like, he's a loan shark. Is that what he is? Yeah, that's what he is. Okay. He's a loan shark and a gambler. Yeah. He he's also a professional gambler who, you know, pays his rent and shit off of. Yeah, I did not catch that poker. he was a loan shark thing. I just well, knew he he's... drove a van and I was like, why the fuck is he driving a van? Yeah, because uh Matt goes to him later on looking to borrow like a lot of money. Oh, I thought I was just like friendly borrowing. Okay, that he's a loan shark. I mean I got the implication that this is something that he does regularly. Okay. He's like, I'll give you the money so you can like get ready to start gambling and Matt's like, No, never again. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. Out. I'm gonna go back to law school. Gonna be a lawyer. Gonna be a lawyer because I'm Matt Damon. That's what I did in the nineties. Yeah. And he he quits it for nine months. Yeah, he does. He gets out for a while until the Joker himself. Worm, <sighs> my guy. You want to be worm. I don't want to be. I desperately don't want to be worm. You want to have the swagger of worm. Yeah, <laughs> I want to have that confidence. I want to be able to fail with that level of like. Worm is just this guy, Edward. It's who Edward Norton. Edward plays. Norton. Yeah. The minute he appears on screen, and you're like, he's going to be a problem. Yeah. Uh, he is very well acted. They very have, well acted. They have a yeah. very good friend dynamic. The two of them that you just can tell Matt's like. For fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so done with you, but you're one of my closest friends in the world, so I'm your ride or die. Yeah. But I would wish you would just stop. Worm gets out of prison yeah. after a while, uh, and he's introduced, like, 
uh, cheating in prison poker to get a shit ton of cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't smoke. We find out that he gets it just so he can trade the cigarettes with other people. Yeah. Uh, but he gets out and he dumps all the cigarettes immediately. I thought Bastard. that was fun. Bastard. Bastard man, yeah. Stop smiling. Uh, no. <laughs> He's fun. Uh, he gets out, dumps all of his cigarettes and is immediately to Matt Damon like alright let's let's get back into it let's bro go, my let's buddy. get going you uh, find out he just does all these little side hustles yeah like he's yeah. in prison for um doing fake credit cards yeah <laughs> uh but he's trying to convince Matt to get back into it Matt's like no no I don't really... my girlfriend says I'm not allowed yeah. to before uh, this we do have the judges game the which judges is, game which is which very, very cool fun. that's a yeah. good scene yeah where um, he's working as kind of a, a judge's assistant yeah um and he finds out that a bunch of other judges have a poker night that mm-hmm. they host at this guy's office. Uh, and so he has some delivery. He has some like manuscript or something to hand over. Uh, and he makes sure to do it on the night of the judges game so he can just kind of hang out. Yeah. Uh, and he reads them all immediately and guides the guy through. And they're just like, we like you. You'd yeah. be a good lawyer. Exactly. His girlfriend yeah. is unhappy about this she development. does not like it. It's... I feel like it's the movie is unfair to her as a character. Because yeah, I think it is. It's a fairly reasonable to not want your boyfriend to get back into his gambling addiction. Yeah. But when he goes like, this happened, I didn't gamble, I just read their cards, and she's still so angry at him. Yeah, she's really pissed off. She's like, they don't give her like an opportunity to be like, okay... I'll like listen like to what you're saying. Yeah. Like it's almost the implication you get is like he's quit before and like broken the promise, mm. but that's not what happens. Yeah. Like, that's not what's happened. I don't think. Um, no, I don't think it is. And you're just kind of like we want him to have a character like we want him to go through like a dark period. We'll have his girlfriend break up with him, Alice, but they don't like let her be a character beside. Yeah. That. Don't know why the fuck she's on the poster. Why is she in the middle of the poster? She's barely in the movie. She's not in the movie. No. John Turturro should be in the poster. She is in it more than Famke Janssen is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he goes to this judge's game. She's pissed off. He gets Worm. And Worm's like, let's go gambling. And he's like, I need to borrow some scratch. Is that what they call it? Yes. I need to borrow some money. And this will start a running trend of the movie, which Mm. is Worm keeps fucking taking Matt's money. He keeps fucking mad over real he bad. He's yeah. truly a terrible he's friend. He's awful. I love they, him. They, they established early on the reason they're good friends is they were the only two like poor kids in this like posh boarding school. Yeah. And they were like... And they would scam all of the other kids out of money. And they basically did a scam where they were like convinced kids to throw a game. Worm took the fall for both of them and got expelled. Yeah. But it's like, I don't get it because now when you see Worm, Worm would never do anything to like help Matt Damon. Yeah. Like it's just, <laughs> it's great, but you, there's never a point where you're like, Worm puts himself in difficulties to help Mike. It's just yeah. not his character at all. No, it makes no sense. He's just constantly in the shit and needs to be bailed out. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike goes to, Mike drives Worm to a poker game and Worm is like, you'll be back. Mike's like, yeah. I will be back. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then he and he comes back. And this is when you learn that Mike and Worm have very different philosophies when it comes to poker. Yeah. Worm can't really... Uh, play? Not even play. Worm can't stop himself. Worm is just like... The way to describe Worm is if he was wealthy, he'd be an amazing, like, stock trader yeah yeah like yeah. that's like if he was he is that kind of manic energy and if he had like 
an Adderall subscription. Um, <laughs> yeah. That he could like calm down. He he would be on unstoppable in like business. Yeah. But he's just a little fucker. He's uh, just a little rat bastard. He's just a little rat bastard, man. Hell yeah. Um, do you have anything you want to say about your home slice worm? Uh, I can see it on your phone. You have notes. I do have notes. Um, he there's a bit where he's explaining kind of what he was up to in prison. Yeah. And he was talking about how uh, he had he had to keep three separate poker games going because yeah. if what so that if one of them found out that he was cheating, the others would keep playing with him. So he had um, uh, he was playing with the the white prisoners, the black prisoners, and the guards. Uh, also that he could keep himself in the lifestyle that he's grown accustomed to. <laughs> I thought that was a very funny thing to say about being in fucking prison. Being in prison. Yeah. Um, but they go back to this game and they make some money because Mike's mm. a good poker player and they're like, this is what we used to do. We would pretend we didn't know each other and Werner would take the fall for me and cheat. Yeah. But he's like, I don't I don't want really to cheat. Like, I'm, I just want to play poker. So yeah. I play poker. Um it's interesting Mike's characterization at this point in the movie because you do think and it's all the way through he's not into poker for the love of gambling he's in it because like the gambling makes him money which is how he like eats yeah. like he actually just loves poker yeah he's like, it's, yeah. it's something that he loves and he is actually very good at yeah yeah because that's the thing when, when, when the girlfriend's so angry at him for losing the, the money it's not like they're in debt like he immediately yeah. goes like he loses this massive amount of money and he goes like oh no I need to stop because I can't like I've actually fucked myself over yeah like I wouldn't say he has a gambling addiction he gets a little silly later on yeah but... <laughs> yeah we'll get there we'll get uh, there yeah uh, but Worm is is Worm does have a gambling addiction Worm needs help Worm needs help yeah monetary help from Matt Damon so they do the cops coming for Worm no um <laughs> He, they do this gamble, gambling, gamble. Um, they play this poker game. They make some money. Matt goes home. Girlfriend's instantly like, "What the fuck, buddy?" Mm. And he was like, "Oh, I was out with Worm. Worm got out of prison. I'm gonna have a shower and go to college. I'll yeah. follow you there in a few minutes." And she's just like, "Before, before then, well, we'll finish this bit." She like sneaks into the shower and like goes through his things, which I think's fucked. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, because uh. like. Let him start to have money again, and that's why she gets suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Don't have her like go through his shit. That's psychotic. Yeah, yeah. Hey, maybe she just is psychotic. She is a lawyer, after all. Opinions on the law. Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Mike drops worm off at like a local gambling ring club. I don't even know. Yeah, is New York this seedy in the nineties. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this is when we meet. I can't remember her name. The act, uh, the actress. Oh, Sanka Jansen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or she, she's playing Petra. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, an interesting character. This is where we meet. Um, what's the dude's name again? The dude who he owes all the fucking money to. That's later on. Is that later on? That's later on. It's when he's in a strip club. Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we meet. We meet Petra. Petra. Yeah. Who just um, wants to fuck Matt Damon. Yeah. And Matt Damon has a chance later on, and damn, he doesn't take it. Yeah, he's he's not doing well at that point. No, um, um, yeah. <laughs> but she's just like, oh, I love you. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I have a girlfriend. And he's like, I know and I respect it. And then this is when Worm starts to be a terrible fucking. This friend. is where Worm really gets bad. Because up until this point, he's like, I need money. Let's get back to how we were. And I'm like, you can understand why Worm would be a bit funky about mm. like not not quitting gambling because yeah. like 
it's all they've known for like all their lives it's how they make their income Matt's kind of gone off and has like decided to have this very professional career which Worm can't because Worm did not finish high school yeah um, and has been in prison for several years yeah it's when Worm takes out money in Mike's name yeah. without Mike's consent that's so fucked it's so fucked yeah uh, and doesn't tell him doesn't tell him at all that's no. what pisses me off the most yeah it's so Petra he, who tells him right yeah it's yeah. Petra who tells him later on because like they go to this club and he's like chatting away and he's like oh give me credit and then he's like put it on Mike's name and Petra's like oh I'm not I'm not super comfortable with that and he's like I'm gonna be up that two like it's two thousand dollars he borrows I'm gonna be up the two thousand in ten fifteen minutes and like I love the implication is Matt's gone for an hour and a half tops yeah and everyone's sick of worm (laughs) it is so funny yeah (laughs) worm it really is the kind of guy who like a lot of the movie is him kind of going to new poker tables. Yeah. And pretty much any time you see him sitting down with people that he knows are like, oh, it's this fucking guy again. Yeah. He just can't help but not cheat. Like, yeah. It'd be one thing if he was just a, a sim. I think it, like, one thing about the movie, I think if it was like, I think it would be interesting if Worm's not a good enough player as Mac or Mike. I said Mac because I combined Mike and Mac. Oh my god. Oh my sweet They're god. They're one and the same oh. now. Um, I think it'd be more interesting if it was like, Worm is not as good as Mike, so he has to cheat because he just feels bad about it. But he's trying to go go straight. And then at like the cop game, he starts cheating. Yeah. I think that would be more... Because he's just like cheating against these like Russian gangsters. And you're like, this is not going to end well. Yeah. Like have, a, like, have some planning, you stupid <laughs> child. I know you're this is probably older than me, but yeah. you stupid child. Uh, um, but the two of them go to Atlantic City. That happens a while later. Does it? It happens a while later. Because that's where uh, Worm tells Matt about the debt. Yeah, but we have to. We haven't gotten to the debt. He hasn't. The debt hasn't been established. Oh, yeah, the fucking yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You are sleepy. I am a little sleepy. I just had a coffee, so hopefully I'll be up but, soon. Um, no, this is when like Matt comes and is like, "Stop stealing money from the Russians," and he's like, <laughs> "No," uh, <laughs> and that's when he because he he's he's because that's beforehand. He's like, "I'll let me borrow two K. I'll be up." 10 by the, in the end of the hour and then mm. he is up 10 and he still takes the 2k he doesn't yeah. pay it back and that's when you're like bad friend bad yeah, friend fuck you worm um, I but love then, you worm but then this is when he goes to the strip club yeah we meet, <laughs> we meet a psychotic character in a hat that looks like the one show does that's it like, yeah it looks like you're, you're oh this one yeah. yeah it does yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the guy's name again it's like Garma or something yeah uh, let's, let's get his name up because I I want to be referring to him we're going to be referring to him by name a lot uh rounders nope not the sport very disappointed this wasn't about the sport rounders actually um, did you play a game of rounders as your preparation for the episode uh what oh you- my god i didn't do prep for this episode oh punishment time punishment time punishment oh, time i completely forgot holy <laughs> shit uh wait did i do anything is there anything i could possibly say was was preparation i haven't gambled um I watched the Meg too. There's nobody in that. Shit. I was Just doing so well. Delicious, delicious. I was doing so well. I will well. sit on this and think. Yeah, okay. I will think of your punishment. Yeah, I want the I want to know what it is by the end of this episode. No. No. Uh, I will think <laughs> I will think. Sure. Um uh, notice when we meet Ger- uh, Germa. Yeah, Michael what? Michael <laughs> Rispoli is Germa. <laughs> uh, gra- Grandma. Grandma. Uh who is a pimp. 
Who works for Teddy. Who works for Teddy. And he, what he has done is he has found everybody that Worm owed money to when he went into prison and bought all of his debt. Yeah. So Worm now owes him 25k. Because uh, you do know, Worm does tell Matt, I own a lot of money. I own like 10, 15k. Yeah. And Matt's like, I could have paid for it when you were in prison. What? The, why have you let the like interest go up? Yeah. And then Jeremy's like, your interest is an extra 10k. Um, <laughs> I'm going to laugh every time you call him Jerma. <laughs> no! Gerna? Grandma. Grandma. Grandma, grandma, grandma. Grandma, grandma, grandma. German 985 is in this movie. No. Um, maybe he's an extra. Yeah, uh, I wonder when he gets bitch slapped around a he fucking gets this strip shit club beat out of him. Who yeah. wants to go to a strip club toilet? Nothing good happens at a strip club toilet. No. Strip clubs have toilets? Yeah, they must. I don't fucking. I've never been in one. I guess sometimes you need privacy at a strip club. Ew. <laughs> I do like the detail that the strip club walls are just like um, porno mags. Yeah, yeah. It's that was very fun. funny. Yeah. And I'm like, don't lean against those walls. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just, they, they go to the bathroom. Worm gets the shit beaten out of him. And goes Gra- to my, Grandma goes, just takes all of his money. Goes to Mike's apartment to be like, Mike, can I get a shower? Goes upstairs. Mike's girlfriend has left him. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she took his fucking bed sheets. That's cunty. cold. That's cunty. I'm yeah. sorry. That's what I mean. Like, that's why, like, she leaves him. She leaves him after, like, he goes to the judges game. He's like, I need to go out with Worm. Goes and does gamble. And he mm. does, he does lie to her and say, I was gambling or whatever. But she never, like, talks to him about it. Yeah. She just kind of, they go to class and then she moves out that day. Yeah. Is this no? This is she moves out after the uh, the the case that they do, right? No, she moves out before then. Damn. Yeah, because remember he they're doing they're meeting up to discuss the mute court thing, and he's yes. late. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah. And then he has to leave early, and that's when everyone's like, oh. Yeah. This is when you find out that actually it turns out Matt Damon's bad at being a lawyer. He's is, really bad at being a lawyer in yeah. this. He's terrible. But it's like. I think he's bad at being like, the implication you get is he's actually very good to be at being a lawyer until this week yeah until this week and then he fucks everything up yeah and I'm like, poker that's not, got in his brain and I'm just... like that's not how it works yeah like this movie lasts over the course of like a week yeah. max easy yeah it's very um, but no Joe leaves Mike uh, so they go to Atlantic City hell yeah they go America's to America's favourite playing ground <laughs> they go to gamble in the Taj Mahal Trump yeah, that was a jump scare. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Seeing the name in big lights. And I was like, yeah. Biff? No. Ah, no. <laughs> Biff. <laughs> Biff is based on Trump. I know, yeah. <laughs> but like, obviously the casino in Back to the Future 2 is based is on... Based, the... Yeah, Yeah, and I'm like, ah, Biff. Yeah. God, it's so weird when there was allusions to Trumps and things and it wasn't like horrifying. Yeah. Like, it's so funny that it's just part of... You can't have him show up in Home Alone 2 nowadays. I can't believe you showing up at Home Alone 2 back then. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, imagine, like, the guy who runs, like, Blackstone or something. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Not Blackstone. What am I thinking? Blackrock? Blackrock. That's another private... Uh, yes. Yeah. Blackstone to... is the private military contractor, imagine right? Imagine the guy who runs Blackstone <laughs> turning up. <laughs> That'd and... be fucked. So when we watch Green Zone... Now... <laughs> I watched the trailer for Green Zone yesterday. Oh, yeah? I mean, what the fuck is that movie? I have no idea. Matt Damon sure do be hunted for some weapons of mass destruction. Oh shit! He's. I bet he's gonna find them. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyways, they're uh, definitely real. Okay, Bush. 
<laughs> okay, Blair. Oh. <laughs> How is that worse? <laughs> it's closer to home. It is, yeah. yeah. Geographically. <laughs> I'll calm down. I had some watermelon earlier and I'm getting silly. Um, <laughs> but no, they go to Atlantic City to like just steal money from hand over fist from like uh, tourists. Not even to steal money, just to grift them. Like to, to not even take them to fucking town. On... I wouldn't even say they grift them. They just play poker against them. Yeah. And they're bad poker players. Yeah. Like, okay, you're playing it against professionals. But like they sit down at the table and everyone's like, yeah, we're professional like poker people. Yeah. Um, and uh, then John Turturro is there being like my boy Matthew yeah. how are you he's like yeah I was gonna go to the high rollers table but since these guys are here fuck it I'll play with them for a little bit and then Worm comes and the vibes turn rank yeah it's immediately it's so funny it is yeah he's just such a fucking little he's like a tiny dog a little gremlin man yeah um, he steals some of Matt's chips and the lady I don't know what they're called the dealer just, the dealer I was about to say the umpire um, <laughs> is like no fucking off yeah uh, if you want chips you gotta buy them from me you can't just take them yeah which is like do you know what i say at like 4 a.m that's understandable yeah the thing i can't get over with poker is how many hours they play it for yeah yeah like they mean like oh eight hour session and i'm like eight hours mm. the idea of going into a, a casino worries me deeply because of that like the whole thing about how they're specifically designed so you can't tell how much time is passing yeah i feel like we're gonna go in in berlin and like it'll we'll like miss our flight i have an apple watch nice i'll have an alarm go off i think we'll hate it we'll see well it depends on if we win no i think we'll just hate the location yeah, i think it's, it's yeah. a lot of stimulant like stimulation yeah true and we're very old tired people yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they go to this like i'm trying to remember uh, it's at the taj mahal where Worm, Worm tells, tells him about the debt. Because it's a weird movie. There's a lot of like playing poker in this movie. Yeah. So think that you'll lose like five, ten minute stretches of playing poker. Yeah. And like when they're playing poker, it's just them. It's Matt Damon doing a lot of... Matt Damon loves the narration in the 90s. Oh, the narrations in this are so good though. They're like proper like noir style yeah. narrations. You do really see Matt good. Damon in an overcoat walking as like a smoke grape blows. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> like, yes. Yes. Sean. <laughs> they play some poker Mike is told about the debt so then they go on a gambling spree yeah they go on a gambling spree because um Worm Fully just is like okay these are all the tables that I know and they just go to all of they them. go to not Germa Grandma Grandma yes they go to Grandma first they go to, to Grandma like... to like Mike's like I'll be a good friend and talk for you yeah. to try and like establish better te- like terms for your debt yeah so long as you keep your fucking mouth shut and of course Worm can't keep his mouth shut he does say the line uh, I need your charity like I need your dick in my ass uh, at which point I was like oh he really needs that charity so maybe stop it <laughs> Worm x grandma fan fiction incoming no <laughs> some people are like this movie would be better if they were gay and I'm like it's just the mid 90s and they're twinks stop yeah. stop um <laughs> Yeah, they, they tell about the debt. They go to settle the terms. It just... This is my problem with Worm as a character. It's why he just annoys me a bit in this mm. movie. He never does anything that you are like, why would Mike stick up for him this much? Besides this like, one bit of narration where 
it's like oh he like helped me as a kid yeah but there's never a moment when you're like oh this like I, they have fun together whatever yeah mike's just always stressed out anytime i guess atlantic appears. city is they that. have fun yeah. yeah but he like no because he doesn't even sit with them the minute he sits yeah, things true. get the yeah. vibes get rank yeah. like Damn. and he's like oh, i have a lot of debt so then they're like let's do the terms and then they go like gambling yeah they go they they go hard and they go hard. And they win they win big. It's like a 64 hours straight of playing poker. Yeah, something like that. Matthew, you're so <laughs> sleepy looking. How the fuck? Like, that's what I mean. Like, that's why people must be like, oh, it's a gambling addict. Like, how the fuck do you work for that? Stay awake for that long? Yeah. And, like, you have to use your brain for poker. Apparently, this is a very accurate representation so of, like, high-end poker. Yeah. Horrifying. Yeah. 64 hours. Yeah, $7,200. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. 7200 Yeah. Yeah. But they're only they're missing half of the money. Yeah, yeah. They they need to make another seven thousand eight hundred yeah. in order to actually. But Worm knows about some municipal workers that yeah. get paid on Thursdays. Yeah, paid by the city. Yeah, so they drive out five hours of this poker game. Turns out they're state troopers. Yeah, they're all cops. Uh... <laughs> and I was like, this is going to be bad. Yeah, uh, and Matt, in fairness to him, has had the foresight before this. Mm-hmm. long stretch of gambling to go to worm be like look i am not going to play with you mm-hmm. because you are going to cheat and when we get caught cheating we're fucked yeah so what's gonna happen is i'm gonna go in i'm gonna win and you are gonna go and do fucking whatever you want he's like go for it to a bowling alley for eight hours yeah and worm's like i can i'll just sit i won't cheat and he's like if you're not gonna cheat you go in i'll stay out here yeah and worm's like and I'll go bowling. I'll go bowling. And he's like playing for like an hour or two is the implication. Yeah. And he's up like 6k or something. He's almost there, yeah. And then Worm fucking then Worm, shows up. Worm shows up because he's met another cop at the bowling alley. Yeah. And talked him into bringing him to the thing. I was fucking I was so, so angry. angry. Yeah. Because like, Worm Matt, starts cheating. And Matt cops it immediately. Yeah. And he starts, fo- he starts intentionally losing. Yeah. So that it but doesn't look like... This is what made me so angry about the cops. Because obviously, fuck cops. Unlike what I first said in the, the pilot episode <laughs> by mistake. She's she's come around. We've changed her mind on uh, cops. Even, even Matt's like, oh, these cops are rogue. <laughs> Sean just broke his phone. It's not broken. It's fine. Matt's like, they were really nice, these cops. And then five minutes later, I'm like, no, they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's like... Um, the nicer you are, the worse at poker you are. And these yeah. guys are all very nice. Yeah. But and then Worm starts... The worst thing about Worm's cheating, I think, it's not that Worm is cheating on his own hands. He's cheating and he's dragging Matt, Matt into it. Yeah. Into it. So it's like... And Matt's like... Inten- like, that's what annoyed me when the cops... Spoiler, the cops beat the shit out of both yeah, they of them. Yeah, ca- they catch him and they beat the shit out of him. But it's like... I wish the other cop was like, nah, this guy's always been folding, but this guy's definitely been like, sus yeah. cheating. Because I'm like, no, this was a good guy. He was winning before he got here. Yeah, and he does say that. He's like, no, I've been winning for the last, like, two hours before he got here. Yeah. I think they just wanted their money back. Yeah. Because they do beat the shit out of him, and they take all of his money. They take everything. They take all their money. Yeah. They have a fight. Yeah, they do. Uh, worm fucks off. And is out of the movie. And he's just gone. He just leaves. But Matt has to pay the debt. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's all in his name. Yeah. He goes to he goes back to John Turturro to. We forgot one thing. How he oh, finds yeah. out about the debt 
is after Atlantic City, Petra comes to visit him. Oh, and yes. Tells him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so fucking weird. Yeah. Because you find out that Matt has like, a, Mike has like a hyper fixation on his one specific poker player. Yeah. Yeah. Like we John, find out why by the end of it. Yeah. But you're like, why? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Petra rocks up in the house, tells him about the debt, and then it's like, let's fuck. And Matt Damon's like, no! <laughs> Come on, Get out of here! And then she's out of the film. She's uh, out of the movie. Uh, um, Matt Damon smashes have... a nice little whiskey glass against the wall. Does he? Yeah, he like, uh, fucking eats it. They do like make out a little, and he's like, no, I need to go gamble. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he goes to John Turturro, and John Turturro's like, I'm not giving you money. This was a Russian bath, which I was so... Yeah, I that was, was a very so, funny saying for it. I was so it. distracted the entire time, because yeah. I was like, how does this work? Is this like, <laughs> is this another brothel? Is it an actual one? It's a bathhouse. I know, but like, yeah. it just looks so dodgy from the outside. Nothing dodgy would ever happen in a bathhouse. Stop. Um, <laughs> yeah, and John Turturro's fully like, look, I got, I got like mouths to feed over here. I can't give you this. I could maybe give you 2K, but it sounds like 2K is not going to make yeah. a difference to you. And then you find out the reason um, that Matt's done all of all of the movies happened mm. is that his like childhood idol, which is this poker player that he has the videotape of that he's been watching, yeah. he beat him in a hand. Yeah, uh, just before he went on the big run at the start of the film where he lost everything to Teddy KGB, yeah. um, he was in Atlantic City playing and this guy sits down across the table from him no, this guy sits down and like everybody's milling over and Matt Damon sits down and he's like, he he wins, he beats him. Uh, and he's saying that like, he didn't do it for the money. He just did it so he could know that he beat the best in the world. Yeah. And then he instantly loses to uh, Teddy KGB. KGB yeah. Which is very funny. <laughs> yeah. So then he goes to his like, there's like a oh, actually, do you know what's a great scene we did not talk about? the conversation where they're drinking gin him and the judge yeah, the professor yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's talking about being I a rabbi I don't know if it was just on the copy of this that I acquired but the sound mixing in this film I think was a little bit fucky really? yeah because there it... were a lot of bar- parts that I found quite difficult to hear specifically when this guy was talking and it could have just been his voice um, but I found it kind of difficult to make out a lot of the stuff he was saying the mixing was okay in the copy I watched sure uh, I watched the, um, I also just have better speakers than you, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I watched, I rented this. Sean found other means. I found a way. Yeah. Oh, I have to tell you about the Matt Damon collection on Apple TV. Brief aside, I know we're in the middle of talking about a movie. We'll Matt talk Damon... about this at the end. No, it's really fun. Okay, I'll talk about it at the end. It's <laughs> we really... gotta finish talking about Rounders. We're so close to finishing talking about Rounders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just like... He goes to this professor. He, beforehand, you've had this professor who's like the same professor that Mike's been working for. Yeah. They're just, just very cool. It's like a really good like one scene. Mm. And it's the best scene in the movie, to be honest. Which is this just old man talking. I would dispute that. I think it's just, it just comes so out of nowhere and you're like, oh, yeah, this is does. a very heartfelt scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's this like older lawyer who you like Ma- Mike really respects. Mm. Basically been like, oh... I'm like Jewish. My family are all rabbis. I was, I realized at the age of 13, I did not want to be a rabbi and it destroyed my family. Yeah. And my father never talked to me again. It ruined my life. I got sent to live with cousins who were, one of them was like in the law profession and I became a lawyer. And now look at me, like I'm at the top. I found my calling. And you're like, oh, 
maybe that will be law for Mike. <laughs> it's not law. It's not, no. It's poker. Yeah. Um, so later on, he goes back to the same professor and is like, may I borrow some money, may sir? I borrow also, 10 grand of your finest dollars. Uh, also, I am dropping out of college. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you dropping out of college? He's dropping he out of college. Huh? He doesn't like being a lawyer. You don't think so? No. Why does he go for it then? Why does he go for it? Something to do. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I do like the bit that when um he's talking to the lawyer, the professor, uh, and the professor is like, "Did I cause this? Is this yeah. my fault?" <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "It's not so, your fault." Yeah. No, I was, like, I was on the I was on the way out before we had that chat. Yeah, it just like helped speed things up. Yeah. Um, because my Mike's busted has a busted ass face. For the yeah, rest he of does because he's gotten the shit kicked out of him by cops. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then like... There's only one place he can go to make the money he needs. He has a day. He has one day. He has 12 hours even? Or yeah, 8 hours? Yeah, something like that. He goes back to Teddy KGB. He goes back. John Malkovich returns. This is the problem with... Again, we will put a clip of John Malkovich in here. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel so unsatisfied. The problem with John Malkovich's accent in this movie, it's it's, it's funny. Okay? Yeah. It's very funny. A, you can't fucking understand him. Yeah, you this, can barely make you, out anything he's saying. You can't understand him yeah. at all. And he's saying all this stuff and it's like quite important plot things that he's saying. Mm. And you kind of get the, it's like a vibe performance, not an actual performance. Yeah. Um, you just don't find him scary. No, you don't. You no. don't. <laughs> And he's meant to be really scary. Yeah, he's a big Russian mobster guy. He's meant to be scary. He's not. He's not. He's real funny. Yeah, he's very funny. He's, he's eating those Oreos. Yeah, he's eating his Oreos. Yeah, he has like a little um, like little the... like poker chip tray, but it's full of Oreos yeah. instead. And he's kind of munching on them, uh, which is crucial because Matt Damon challenges him to a game of poker to make the money back pretty much. Uh, and he realizes what his tell is. What is it that he eats it's the that, No, it's that he uh, picks it up, twists it, and then doesn't eat it. Yeah. Um, and once he's got that cracked, he just fucking cleans house with Teddy KGB yeah. this time. Uh, makes but all he, his bef- money back. But before he figures out the tell, there's like, they play like one round with the money he has, and he basically yeah. makes the money. That that's is... when he figures it out. I thought it was, I know it's after that. No, that's when it is. No, because he, doesn't he lose? Uh, literally loses all the money again and then you have the scene where he's eating the Oreo or is Does that he? yeah damn I watched this like an hour or two ago <laughs> I have a good memory yeah and I'm not as sleepy as you true because I put myself to bed at half ten last night yeah I woke up early today yeah so did I damn okay <laughs> working's hard yeah I'm about to get back to teaching Oh, I'm uh, sorry, friend. It'll be good. I'll, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, no, because he. This is when the insane Teddy KGB monologue happens. Oh, the fantastic Teddy KGB. When monologue. he's like, "I fucked you." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me stick it in you. Like a young boy coming in for a quickie. <laughs> so he like gets the money back that he owes. Um, Gardner? No. Grammar. Gram. What's what? You me? didn't say German this time. I'm purposely not saying German. <laughs> Um, he like takes the money and is like about to leave. And then he's like, "No, fuck this!" Yeah, and it's going like, <laughs> "I'm cleaning them out." It's basically like, let Tiny Kimi. He's like, "Yeah, I still have twenty of your do- like twenty of your finest thousands of dollars." Yeah, 
Um, so they like he nearly loses everything again this is when he finds out the tell and then he cleans Teddy yeah he destroys Teddy in, do you know what they say in the movie and I don't know if you picked this up they say that Teddy gets tilted yeah he, yeah 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 that's well, what yeah because my housemate says that all the time I've now started uh, saying it all the time yeah that's where it comes from yeah. yeah I thought it was a fighting game thing or is it a poker thing it's a poker thing first okay yeah um He's just like fucking throwing chips everywhere and yeah. like Teddy stop being a child. <laughs> and then the pimp is like, after Matt wins all the money back, the pimp is yeah. like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, what do you think he was going to do to Matt? Was he going to like... He was going to like shoot him or something. Oh, I thought he was going to make him like a bitch or something. Like he runs a brothel, just yeah. Matt Damon. Because uh... I... <laughs> I have a terrible mind. Yeah. That's an investment right there. You'll get your money back that way. <laughs> what? Yeah, nothing. Business oriented. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but Matt gets away. Yeah, Matt makes all his money back. He pays yeah. back the professor. He pays back Petra. He, he clears his debts. Yeah, he winds up with... At the end of, yeah, he winds up with the exact same amount of money he had at the beginning of the film before Teddy KGB cleared him out and then he has a goodwill hunting-esque ending of the movie yeah which he just drives away to go to las vegas yeah he has one more conversation with his girlfriend uh she's like get get in touch if you ever need a lawyer yeah. he's like i will and i will mm-hmm. <laughs> uh i thought that was fun yeah and then the movie's over it's, he, too, it's he, a long movie it's a long movie yeah it's two hours yeah i managed to watch it in time this time i'm very proud of him yeah i did have to harass him today about it though hey it was i, I was preparing it I at know, that point i know i yeah. know I had faith in you. It's just because I'm under time pressure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a movie. It's a movie. Uh, Let's do its box office. Let's do its box office. How do you um, think this did, buddy? I think this did okay. What do you deem okay? Uh, like, I think it made its money back. Mm-hmm. It did. Uh, it made... It cost 12 million. God, sure. movies were so cheap in the day. Yeah. And it made 22 million back. Okay. So nice. it like, yeah, so it, but it's again, it's like that whole thing that Matt Damon talks about in the Hot One thing, where it's like yeah. it probably made way more money in rentals. Yes, like, absolutely. Like, this would be a good. It, this was definitely like if Sean was born in like the eighties, he would have rented this movie a lot. Uh, the nineties, because this wasn't out in the eighties. No, but you couldn't have rented it in the eighties because it wasn't out in the eighties. Yeah, that's what I just said. I said if you were born in the eighties. If I was born in the, I thought you said if I was bored in the eighties. No. Yeah. I did the mantle math in my head. I didn't. <laughs> I never do. This movie opened to number one. Nice. Well, it's uh, number two. There's something about Mary. That was... This box office is real close to Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. This is a weird box office. Okay. So it's Rounders, number one. Yeah. There's something about Mary. Yeah. Blade. Blade. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan's number two is number four. It's in its eighth week. So this all came out sure. two months after Saving Private Ryan. Damn. Because obviously Mary, it just came out September 11th. Um, what? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Not that one. Not that one. Yeah. 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 It takes three but... years before that date became significant. Yeah. Um, then it's Simon Birch, a movie I never heard of. Then Never After, a Cinderella story. Then Knock Off, Snake Eyes, Armageddon, and Has Stella Got Her Groove Back. Um, other things in the... Uh, Box office is Small Soldiers. That was number four the week before. <laughs> still there. It was still number there. four the week before. It is now number 16 Ooh. in its 10th week. That's fine. That, yeah, for 10 weeks, yeah. It's also the X-Files movie, which is in its 13th week. Sure. Uh, yeah. A deep impact still in the box office. Oh, nice. Somehow. Oh, my God. I just clicked it to Simon Birch, and that movie sounds insane. Oh, yeah? Oh, let me go back into it. Uh, 
A young boy with a stunted growth is convinced that God has a great purpose for him. So it's like a, a someone with like a disability is like, God gave me this disability to like do something with my life. Sure, bud. Look at this poster. Oh, what the fuck? I don't like it. I yeah, hope it's a horror film. Yeah, that's wild. I hope it's a horror film. That'd be a good horror film poster. It would be. Yeah. It's meant to be like a touching spiritual drama. I'm I bet hard. it is. I bet you. I'll check this for next week. Yeah. Um, Before we do the rankings. Yes. Which I'm for. Do you want to know today's Matt Damon factoid? I would love to. It's about this movie. Oh. In 1998, Matt Damon played in the World Series of Poker. Oh, really? He played in a 10,000 buy-in Texas Hold'em tournament at the World Series of Poker in Las Vegas. Nice. He was knocked out at the first day by poker legend uh, Donald Bunsen. Damon had kings, Bunsen aces. Damn. That's, a, that's good for Matt. Yeah, yeah. well done, Matt. You well got done, there. Matt. Um, uh, the rankings. Yeah. It's time. Is it, though? Yeah. So your first time listening to Soundwave, we rank all the movies we watch at the end of each podcast recording. Yeah. We are now starting to get to the stage where we're actually starting to forget the movies we've yeah, seen. Yeah, because we've done a lot. We've done a lot and we record these weekly. So it's genuinely been like months since we've think, thought about these movies. So we have the list of the movies we've seen in front of us. We do not have yeah. the, the order in front of us, but let me we get have my, the list. Let me get my list of movies up real quick. I just use the uh, release schedule because we're that far beh- uh, like between sessions yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that I can uh, just use this. As always, number 13 is The Good Old Boys because we still have not watched this movie. The bounty is still up if anyone wants yeah. to find us a copy. My number 13 is also The Good Old Boys. The Good Old Boys. My number 12 is Field of Dreams. My number 12 is Still Rising Sun. Oh yeah, my number eleven is Rising Sun. My number eleven is Field of Dreams. Yes. My number ten mm-hmm. is Chasing Amy. My number ten is Geronimo, an American legend. My number nine is Rounders. My number nine is School Ties. My number eight. God, it's, we're getting so. The numbers are so low. <laughs> my number eight is Geronimo. Uh, my number eight is uh, the Rainmaker. I said number nine was School Ties, right? Yeah. My number eight is the Rainmaker. My number seven yeah. is School Ties. My number seven is Chasing Amy. My number six is Mystic Pizza. My number six is Mystic Pizza. My number five is glory days my number five wait shit five yeah we're five. Oh god okay so i've got five this more. is when you get fucky this is when i get fucky yeah um say my six was mystic pizza yeah yeah my number five then is i think courage under fire okay my number four is courage under fire uh my number four is no sorry my number five is chasing amy okay my number four is Courage Under Fire. Okay. My number three is The Rainmaker. My number three is Goodwill Hunting. Where's Glory Days? You've missed one. I've missed one. No, I put Chasing Amy in there twice. Yeah. Uh, my number... Shit. Go back to number seven. Number seven. Uh, number seven was Chasing Amy. Okay. Number six was Mystic Pizza. Pizza. Number five then is... Oh, shit. Hang on. So we've got... Courage Under Fire, Glory Days, 
Saving Private Ryan. Good William Hunting. Good Will Hunting. This and movie. This movie. So my number five is uh, Courage Under Fire. Mm-hmm. My, my number... number four is Courage Under Fire. Wait, we're number four. Glory Days. Right? No. Glory Days. Private Ryan. This. Goodwill. Uh, my number four is Goodwill Hunting. My number three is... What's my number three? Wait, have I fucked up? No. So my number five is... I got confused, Dan, because you've got confused. Yeah. My number five is Glory Days. My number four is Courage Under Fire. My number three is The Rainmaker. Uh, my number three is uh, Rounders. Okay. Okay. My number two mm. is Good William Hunting. My number two is Glory Days. Saving Private saving Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. He's still be, up there. It's same, it's, we're going to be saving Private Ryan for a long, long time. I think the legend of Bagger Vans can take it. No, it's not going <laughs> to. Um, do you have anything to... Any uh, little episodes? To, uh, any emails or anything, Sean? Any emails? I don't believe I so. I assume not. I, I assume not. I checked this earlier and I did, we didn't have any then. So I'm assuming we don't have any now. Mm-hmm. Unless somebody has strategically timed it. Nope. Probably Just not. Just me sharing uh, episode 10 final edit. Damn. Um, I have to go home and post that. Um, yeah. uh, next week is... <gasps> Dogma. Smith and Kevin Ed. Smith returns my king <laughs> 1999's Kevin Smith's dogma byline it can be hell getting into heaven hell yeah the latest battle in the eternal war between good and evil has come to New Jersey in the late late 20th century angels demons apostles and prophets of a sort walk among the cynics and innocents of America and duke it out for the fate of humankind this movie, of course, stars <coughs> Benjamin Affleck. Whoa! Matthew Page Damon. Whoa! Uh, Linda Fortellini? Am I saying this wrong? Linda Fortellini? She's in uh, Men in Black. Uh, what else is she in? Uh, Am I saying the name wrong, firstly? I, yeah, I didn't even read the... <laughs> Linda Fiorentino. I can't read. She's in Men in Black. She's in After Hours. She's in... The Last Seduction. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, ooh. Um, yeah, I think she was one of those actresses that was kind of a, a, an actress up for like four years and then Hollywood moved on because Hollywood's terrible in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Samalia Hayek's in this. Whoa, Jason, Salma Hayek? Yeah. Hell yeah, from Grown Ups 2. I hate you. <laughs> uh, Jason Lee's in this. Oh, who does he play? Uh, Asriel. Jason Lee. Oh, wait, sorry, I got him mixed up with somebody else. Yeah, he's, he's Earl. Yeah. His name is Earl. Yeah. He's also in Chasing Amy. He's also in Chasing Amy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason Mewes plays Jay. That's who I was thinking of. Alan Rickman plays Metatron, who's the voice <laughs> of God. <laughs> sure. Um, like, Ben Affleck's called Bartholomew. Uh, Matt Damon is Loki. Yeah. Which is, is that the reason he's in fucking Thor 3? I think Playing it is, yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. Taika. Taika, we're going to have words. Yeah, rumours are, are starting to circulate about a, another Taika Waititi Thor film. And I am terrified. Matt just can't turn up in it, and then we're fine. He um, will. He won't. Chris Rock as, is, is as in. Who? As Rufus. Also from Grown Ups 2. We've got uh, a little reunion going on here. It's before the movie has come out. George Carlton? That's someone. George Carlton? That's someone really famous, right? Yeah. He's in Cars? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> 
he's in Bed, uh, Bill and Bill Ted. And Ted yeah. He's in Scary Movie. He's in Jersey Girl, which Ben's in and as his map. We're going to have to watch Jersey Girl in a nice. while. Brian O. Yeah, and it's just... There's one name I haven't heard here yet. Uh, Dwight Earl. Oh, is Dwight Earl in it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Another name I haven't heard yet. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Is Kevin in this one? You can't have Jay without Silent Bob. Oh, he's so far down oh, the okay, credits. It's sure. really funny. I think Jay's in this movie maybe more than Silent Bob. Just Wild. by going, just by going off the like cast, because yeah. like surely they would normally you would assume they were like they were together. But yeah. it's like miles down. Alaris said is God. Oh, nice. She was the voice of God. Um, and yeah, that's it. It's a shorter episode than normal, guys. But we gave you a two-hour episode last week, and yeah, have fun with that. <laughs> I think it was a good episode. I do too. Yeah, yeah I liked it. Um, Rounders is a movie. I know I did not rank it very high. It is enjoyable. It's a good Saturday Sunday night movie. Yeah. It's just I will. I don't feel the need to watch it again. Sean will watch it. Again. I will watch it again. It's a Sean coded movie. Yeah, it is. I I'm so interested to see how I feel about Dogma. Me too. Because I'm either gonna love it. Yeah. Or I'm gonna fucking hate it. Yeah. And I really don't know. I'm very excited to see which it winds up being. Which do you want it to be? I want you to love it. I want there to be a Kevin Smith redemption arc for you. I, I want you to grow to love Kevin Smith's I films. I don't dislike Kevin Smith's films. I just don't particularly like them. Yeah, you're going to love I've them. only seen Chasing Amy, yeah. to be fair. Like, is Chasing Amy his best film of the three you've seen? Uh, I would say Clerks probably is. Yeah, I've heard Clerks is kind of like... Yeah. Of, he's not his magnum opus, but... Yeah, it's good. It's Yeah, um... The chase. We were actually talking about chasing Amy on Saturday. Yeah, like we critically, were. we were like discussing yeah. it, and I was like, "What's happening?" Yeah, <laughs> I've watched too many films starring Matt Damon. We're like a sixth of the way through now. What? No. Yeah. Way. Oh is... yeah, because this is episode thirteen. Yeah. No, twelve. This is movie thirteen. Uh, thirteen out of seventy-two. Yeah, seventy-eight. Well, see, some of the movies on the list aren't going to come out because True. they have to strike. Yeah, I don't think thirteen out of seventy-seven. But the instigators and IF might not come out. Driveway yeah. dolls, maybe. Yeah, that's the, the the trailers are for that. Yeah, we have minimum seventy four movies to talk about. Twelve over seventy four, sixteen percent. Damn, that's a lot. God, yeah. God, actually, that's, that's scary to yeah. think about. <laughs> oh my God, we're hey, we're nearly out of the nineties. We've we already, are. We've done a decade, pretty much. We are getting closer and closer to Shape Part Two. Oh yeah. <laughs> we we were talking about this, um, yes, last week after we finished recording. Of this really feels like the peak. This feels like Matt's first big peak. Yeah. Where he's like this, doing a lot of indie movies. He's kind of starting to get into bigger movies now because, like, we've got Geronimo, then we've talented Mr. Ripley, which is great. Then, then the fall comes swift and fast. The Legend of Bagger Vance. No, Titan, Titan A.E. Titan A.E. The Legend of is Bagger Titan Vance. Is Titan A.E. not good? Oh, it's going to be awful. Oh, really? Yeah, like, Ish, Treasure Planet, and Atlantis helped, like, destroy hand-drawn animation in the West. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ruin, it destroyed Tom, Tom, like, Dom Lute's career. I was so excited for Titan A.E. Oh, shit. Oh, it's meant to be like... Because, like, I love Treasure Planet. Yeah. Because of course I do. Of course you do. I love Atlantis, because of they course ha- I they do. They have sad, wet men in them. I love Milo so much. <laughs> oh, I love Jim so much. I've never seen Titan A.E. No, me neither. I, I don't think it's good. Okay. I could be wrong. I hope I'm pleasantly surprised. Is our first animated movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah our first be... of, like, a couple. A good we've got, We're going to have Ponyo. Um... We're gonna have a Spirit, Stallion, yeah. and Cimarron. But no, we, we do have a, like a diabolical lineup. So after yeah. we have Dogma next week, then we have 
Tale of Mr. Ripley. Then we have Titan A.E., Bagger Vance, Finding Forrester and All the Pretty Horses. And then uh, Jay and, then Silent... Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I'm yeah. so excited for Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. It's And then and then we return and to Mappy. And then Mappy. it's Oceans. Then yeah. it's Oceans. And I'm back for them. We're back into the good movies. Jerry is on the horizon as well. Jerry. My brother's favorite movie. No. I don't know his favorite movie. I watched a Jerry trailer yesterday. And that movie looks arty. Oh, oh yeah. My, oh yeah. Well, yeah, just two guys wandering the desert. Yeah, that gets so dirty looking. I don't like Casey looking dirty. <laughs> Casey gets billing before Matt in that movie. That's bullshit. That's wild. That's bullshit. Yeah. I maybe they did it in alphabetical order. Maybe. Um, yeah. We are rambling. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you have enjoyed this episode of Sine Waves, please rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. And listen to every preferred platform of choice. Rian is trying to come downstairs. We'll be done in a minute, Rian. I swear. Nearly! We're two minutes away! Um, I like to abuse myself. Um, please follow us on your preferred platform of choice. We are on Instagram and Twitter. My mom followed on Instagram this I mean, week. You mean X? Shut the fuck up, Elon. I can take Elon one on one. Let's square up. I'll I want to fight the- Elon. I want to kick him in the knees. Yeah. Um, they will break instantly like matchsticks. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, next week, Dogma. Yeah, uh, you can email us at sinewavepod at gmail.com. That's sinewavepod at gmail.com. And we'll read it out on air. We've only gotten one so far. From glorious, glorious Rian upstairs. Yeah, shout out to Rian upstairs. We love you, Rian. <laughs> Shouldn't have fucking emailed then, bud. We can cut this if you want. <laughs> You can cut this if you want, Ian. Ian's talking to us, and yeah. we don't know if the mice can pick it up. The mice uh, definitely can't. That's very good. Yeah. That's a good bit. It yeah. rains just like an anonymous voice. And we're yeah. rambling. See you next week. Lots of love. See you next week for, for Dogma. Happy end of summer. Happy end of summer. I'll be able to talk about it for next week. No! what this slider that I've just fucked with actually does. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna test my audio again real quick. Uh because it intrigues me. And I want to know. Okay and now testing it with the slider all the way down at the bottom again. Uh it's like it's like a four way thing that you can slide around. I don't know Wait, can I fuck around with it while I'm speaking? Is this oh I can. I wonder if this will actually change how I sound in the recording. That's fucked up. Now I'm going all the way... Oh, it goes up higher. Go all the way up to the top here. Let's go all the way to the side here in the middle. Let's go all the way to the top left. And then I think we're going to go all the way over to the top right and see how that sounds. And I'm going to check the recording there. Let's go. Oh yeah, I have to introduce the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm so... The, the difference in my everything compared to this time last week. Yeah. Yeah, I was so sick last Yeah, you were. Um, um, appropriate for Saving Private Ryan, I feel. I think so, yeah. I mean, just be like slowly dying. <laughs> yeah. Um,